Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this dog. Let's go, man. Let's go. Kane Gang, Kane Gang, Kane Gang. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. You ready to storm 18? That's Kane Gang. Kane Gang, 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 Kane Gang. You feel me? Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. That's Kane Gang. You ready to storm 18? It's that time again. It's Friday afternoon. Here it is on the Kang Gang Show. It's your boy, DC, along with the co-host, my producer, my main man, J-Man. What it do? What it do? Dude, I am good today. I am good because we are six days away from Stop college it. football. Let me contradict you on that. We okay. are not only six days away. We are Santana Moss, Lamar Miller, Antrell Roll, Herb Waters, Kenny Berry, taking it back old school, days away from kickoff. Yes. That's where we're at today, brother. Friday afternoon here on Slam Radio, channel 145, Sirius XM, the Kang Gang Show. Dude, as you can tell, I am pumped up. Yeah, me too, man. I but I can't crazy. tell it. J-Man, you need to get pumped up like I am pumped up, J-Man. <laughs> I am pumped, Co. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> J-Man, did you have a good week? I did have a good week. It's been a busy week, Any, but it's a good week. Anything happen real quick you know you want to talk about? Uh, I moved into a new place, man. I got myself a, a, a new spot. So, Dude, yeah. that, that's good. Kind of yeah. living the adult life now. Kind of oh, yeah. moving on up. Like the Jeffersons. Yeah. Moving on up, moving <laughs> on up. I love yeah, it. Man. Yeah, it, it's it's good. It's good. Life is good right now. It's busy, but you know, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Life is good because it's all about the you. Life is good because it's about the three hundred five. There's a lot of things that are literally so positive right now in the three hundred five. Obviously, Kane's football in six days, six days. But also, real quick before I do anything else, I got to give mad props and mad love to them boys from the three hundred five, the Miami Heat. 6-0 and in the playoffs right now. Going for another one tonight. We'll see how that goes. But you know what? We're moving forward. 2-0 up on uh, your number one seed. I'll take that all day. Yeah. Dude, the Heat are looking great. They really are. We can, we're going to get an NBA in probably the second or third segment. But, um, hey, listen. So, J-Man, I, I, got, I got one of my boys, man. Like, you know, again, like I know we have my boy Q on at one point And, I got another boy that I want – another one that I wanted to bring on, man. Like, he's close to me, man. He uh, – you know, I would consider this dude kind of like a brother to me, man. He, he's tight with me. You know, we got the same passion, the same drive. You know, he uh, he bleeds that orange and green like I do. Um, you know, he's old school from uh, Southridge. You know, went to Southridge High School back in the early 90s. Um, so, I wanted to bring my man on. I wanted to get him on and introduce him. So – J-Man, I'm going to introduce you to my boy Shane Robinson. Also goes by the name of Her Shane. And uh, like That's I said, man, nickname. he's a good friend of mine. Really That's good friend of mine. That's a great nickname. Her Shane. Her Shane. I love it. Her Shane. Her Shane. You on the line? Her Shane. Signing in. What's up? What's up, Deco? <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's good? And you already know, Shane. What it do? What it do? What it do? 
Yes, sir. You forgot. You forgot my boy, Mark Pope, number six. Ah, uh, listen. I'm just giving you the love, <laughs> Southridge. But you, you know how some Southridge boys get down, man. Yeah, you got you got noodles over there. You got some. You know, you got D. You got some other people coming from there. Give me one, Shane. Why why you brought that up about Southridge when you were back in school? What early nineties, ninety two, ninety three era, right? Um, who were some of the standouts that played ball when you were there? Well. First of all, that that ninety three ninety four team, Lamont Green was okay. a five star. Uh, he was actually he actually didn't go to Miami. I'm sure he you, you remember that he actually went went on to go to the rival. Um, but FS who I didn't want to say it. That's all right. You can say it here on the Kang Gang Show. <laughs> Yeah, but that era, that era of, of the Davis brothers, I don't know if you remember yes. Jason Davis, Troy Davis, yep. Yep. Uh, Darren Davis, um, Cedric Irvin. Uh, oh, big Sid. I mean, Cedric Irvin went to Michigan State. Troy Davis and yep. Darren Davis both went to Iowa State, put up Heisman. Yep. Uh, yeah, that era was special, man. And Don Solinger was, oh, man. was the head coach of that team that went on to win. South Southers went on to win the 93 uh, – state championship that year was so much you know it's funny it's funny that you mentioned don solinger because like he is sometimes i feel like the forgotten coach at the university of miami like a lot of people know about kehoe and some of the older cats have been there but like if you look at the amount of talent and solinger had um that he had coached at um it's tremendous solinger is a phenomenal coach yeah, he's one of the best running back coaches they had over there. Look at the guys he coached at UM. Oh, it's 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 un, it's unprecedented, man. I mean, again, we were talking about this um, the other day, a buddy of mine, and we were talking about again. We we always go back to that 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 2000 to 2004, you know, the kind of that era, right? Because you never you'll never see the type of talent and the type of competition um, that was kind of. Inside that locker room, you know, again, James Jackson, Najee Davenport, Clinton Portis, um, Willis McGahee, Frank Gore, Jared Payton. Like, you know, you don't see that. Like, you know, Jason Gathers was in that era. I mean, it's like just that amount of talent. You, just, you won't ever see that again in, in one locker room at that time. I don't, I don't I, I truly believe that. Yeah, but we got some two freshman uh, special ones coming in this year. With, with oh, listen! Knight. We definitely got some. We definitely got some some um some ballers coming in, and they're ready to play in six days. I mean, I know I'm gonna be there. Tell me if her Shane's gonna be at that first game. Talk to me, Shane. You know it. I'm gonna be at every home game this year. I That's tell what's you up. what. That's I don't know for how I don't know how much sleep we're gonna get these next six <laughs> days, five six days, bro. But uh. We'll be heading down that turnpike right there, getting off that the rock in about six days. Oh, dude, I'm excited about that, man. L let me ask you a question. Um, obviously, UAB played last night. I mean, they looked okay. They didn't necessarily kind of, you know, overly impress me at all. But what would be your prediction um, going into next week? Well, let me let, let me rephrase this question. What are you looking for next week? Um, Go. What are you looking for? Like, what, what, what is Shane looking for when he walks in for the first time for the 2020 season? What is your expectations? What are you looking for? 
I tell you what, I'm I'm excited to see what Rhett Lachey and his up tempo, uh, fast paced offense with with uh with the transfer uh our boy King. Yep. Uh, I mean, I compare King to like a Michael Vick, but of course Michael Vick was left-handed. I think King is yep. special, and I think uh, you know what I've read and what I've been hearing that 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 King is best is the best fit for Rhett, Rhett Lachey's offense. So that offense, I, I mean, I I think I think with this with this offense, I think you're gonna see like a Harley, a Pope. These kids, these guys. Well, they're not kids now. These. Harley's going to be a senior. Pope's going to be a junior. I yeah. mean, these kids are going to—they're going to show out this year. Just, but I'm excited to see that offense. You know, with 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 Red Lachey and the King. Start from there. Well, let me tell you, because we can't do no worse, I, I think, than we have been the last couple of years on offense. Because you know, with the type of defense that we've had and and where they ranked the last couple of years, if we literally just had a a smidgen of an offense, uh, we potentially could be like a one or two loss, you know, type team uh, the last couple of years. But unfortunately, the offense has staggered and been stagnant. So that's where I feel like, you know, again, last year with seven losses and, you know, previous years with six losses. It's just, you know, I, I think this offense is really, really ready to explode. I think we finally got some some real offensive coordinators, offensive coaches, and I think the team's buying in. So it should be interesting to see um, how they do. Now, granted, I'm not going to put anything past – UAB because they're still a school that you know puts up points they have a lot of returning uh players on defense so I just want to kind of see where we are but there I don't think there's any reason why we don't beat this team by at least 30 points kind of make a statement I think the spread's only at six J man I think is the spread 16 yeah yeah Does that sound about right yeah it was minus 16 the last time I saw it again and that can change over the next couple of days but like if you don't come out there and beat this team by 30 points um, I'm going to be a little suspect. Um, but again, you know, it's kind of the first game of the year, but this is a time where you got to step up and, you know, show up and show out. Hershane, let me ask you another question. What, what is the deal with, with, with you with this, this blossoming, you know, logo you got, this Miami Kane County? Like, dude, I see these shirts everywhere. Like, I, I know you got a grip on all this stuff, but like, dude, like, I love seeing those shirts out there, man. I love how you represent it. I love how you represent that orange and green. I love how you represent that 305. Talk to me a little bit about that Miami Kane County, bro. Tell me where it comes from. Tell me, tell me your passion about that. Yeah, that that logo is uh, it, special to me. Um, I'm okay. born and raised, born and raised in uh, Miami Dade County. Uh, I, I was born and raised down there in Cutler Ridge, and uh, moved up to West Palm in in 2003, but. Since I was born and raised, and born and raised in Miami, and and going to you know growing up to University of Miami fall basketball and baseball games, um, it, it, that logo that you know it's been around a long time, the Miami Dade logo. Yeah. And uh, back in uh, back in about 2014, I I, went, I was I, I noticed this logo that caught my attention on this guy's uh, Instagram uh, at I put on for my city. Uh, uh, and I think that's Derek Coe's page. Um, he had a, he had a picture on there. I was scrolling through, you know, scrolling through the pictures. Uh, as, as I, I believe we just became, you know, friends back in there, that, that time period. And right. I went back a little bit and I liked the, how that looked, you know, Miami King County. And I said, man, how come nobody's making it? He's like, ah, oh, I made that. I started making that back in 2010 and that, you know, 
And then uh, ever since then, I, ever since 2014, I, I, you know, I can't get away from it, man. And uh, I finally put a, I finally, you know, a couple people tried to, well, I started printing them around 2014. Right, and right. And I've been riding with it through every, every, every year since. So, and, uh, and we're going from there. I tell you what, going back to what it means to me, it's just, you know, if you're from Miami, you're from, you know, you're from the, the three counties, Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. You know, you know, you know what that is, Miami Dade County. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, absolutely, man. In. Yes, sir. And, and and that's awesome, man. Because again, like, you got to have something that you stand behind and that you believe in, man. And I'm glad that uh, you know you're you're taking that and you're running with it. Um, I love seeing the logo, man. You know, again, I know you got some medallions made out there. Listen, for all the, the listeners out there on Slam Radio listening to the Kane Gang Show right now. You guys do me a favor. Why don't you guys go follow my boy Shane? It's at uh, 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 Twitter's at her Shane three hundred five. Is that is that right, Shane? Is that your Twitter handle? It's just at at her Shane five six one. Oh, her Shane five six one. And then what's your IG so people can follow you on that as well? Same same as same as well at her Shane five six one. Before I let you go, real quick, and I and I definitely appreciate you coming on. I need your prediction. I need the score. Tell me what you think. Give me this. Let me ask you this. Give me the score for next for next week against UAB, and then give me your season prediction. What's our record? All right. First off, I I, I, I mean I think our defense is actually going to be better. I know better than last year's. I think this team, okay. I think this team, this defensive team, um, is is more. I don't I don't know what it's more of a team a complete team even by losing two of the senior uh, linebackers. Now you got okay. McLeod. And our defensive line, defensive tackles, is probably the best D line we've had in seven, eight years, I would say. So, okay. going, so my prediction with that, and then you got Ivy and Blades. You got some solid safeties with Gervin and uh, Mari and Bolden. I think we're going to be special on the defensive side there. Anyway, so okay. let me get to the predictions. I'm going to say with King and this offense – and we got a kicker now, Borgelis. Yeah, hey, we got a kicker. We got a we got a graduate senior kicker now too. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. And shout out to his freshman brother coming in too. Yep. Uh, prediction. All right. For this for for Thursday, eight p.m. on ACC Network. Y'all better check in if you're not gonna be there. Like I know I'm gonna be there. Cole, you gonna be there? Oh, you know I'm gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them I'm gonna say 41 to six. Woo! Miami Hurricanes. Wow. Okay, look. And then I'm uh, two just field goals. I'm giving them two field goals. That's it. Okay. And what? Just give me your prediction real quick to uh, for the season. What's our record to end the season? We're playing 11 games, right? We got yeah. 10 yep. ACC. Yep. Correct. Um, I'm gonna go 10 and one. Woo! Love to hear it. Love to hear it. And, yep. And. You know that one loss is, you know, pretty much common. Um, anything can Everybody happen with that game. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes, man. Well, Shane, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight, and then I'm going to get you back on the show eventually again, man. But, man, we appreciate you coming on. Jay, man, give my man a shout-out, and uh, we'll go ahead to break. Hey, Shane, thanks for coming on, my man. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you, and uh, love having you on, dude. Thanks, thanks for sharing the stories and uh, where you're from, man. So, um, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in just a moment. It's Sirius XM Radio, uh, Channel 145 Slam Radio, The Kane Gang Show. See you later.
This is Tua Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at AmericaLet'sDoLunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Well, you, have to, you forgot that. Oh, the two of us, we're building castles in the sky, just the two of us. Go. You and I. There you go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome back to the second segment here on Slam Radio, Channel 145, Sirius XM, of the Kane Gang Show. J-Man, my boy Shane, uh, he, uh, he's good people, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed uh, having him on. You know, like I told you before, if, if you represent that 305, you represent that you, that orange and that green, um, I'll mess with you if you do it the right way. Yeah. You know, I just don't like people who – Hop on, hop off. Like he's the type of dude that, again, win or lose, you know, he, you know, he's kind of riding and dying, you know, just like me. So, you know, there's no wavering, and, and that's the stuff that I like, man. That, Absolutely, that's what it should be. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get the whole, uh, you know, they're having a down year. They're not very good, so you know what I mean. So you're watching Alabama football that year or whatever. You know, people do that kind of stuff all the time. Bandwagon fans, fair weather fans, can't stand it. Only there when you win. Yep. I'm there when we lose. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, that, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of my whole outlook with sports is like, if, if it doesn't hurt you like physically and emotionally hurt you when your team loses, why have a team? I agree. I, I agree. I don't know why you have a team. Like you, you either got to yeah. live with the wins and die with the losses. Uh-huh. Or you die with the wins and die with the losses. Like yeah. you can't have both. You just have yeah. to just suck it up. What's that it phrase? Has, suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> it would have suck to it be, up, Buttercup. It would have to be strictly for clout. 
because I mean, if if the losses aren't painful, then the wins aren't going to be sweet. No, and I agree with that because I I feel like the only way to grow is you know again when you lose. Hopefully, this is again hopefully you learn from your losses, right? Yeah. So. I don't think we've done that in the past. I don't, I don't think we've learned from our losses, especially last year. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this year, 2020, as crappy as 2020 has been, yeah. next week is going to change my perspective and get back to the good. Correct. Because I think we need to have good. We need, we need to be good. We need to see good. We need to do good. Yeah. Could, could, you imagine, could you imagine being as passionate as you are about the Hurricanes, about a team like USC that might not play this year? That oh. would make this year terrible. 2020 oh. would be the absolute worst. I, I would be – if I was a student athlete at the Big Ten or the Pac-12 and I don't know if it's the Mountain West, I don't know what the, whatever other yeah. conferences are, are opting out. How's that fair to me? Like why do you get to make a decision for me? I'm a grown man. Agreed. I'm not saying that like that they made the wrong decision. I'm just saying like, why do these should I use this word? These old dudes <laughs> get get to make decisions on these student athletes? Why don't they have kind of some of the student athletes from each school represent the universities? And have some type of discussion before they make this decision. Because the way that I understood it and the way that I read everything is they all wanted to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, when was the last time the NCAA and its subsidiaries actually valued the student athlete? Only when it comes to money. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think that's they, the only time it values them when it comes to yeah. money, when they're making profit. Yeah, they treat them like a uh, – like a printing press, man. Just printing those $100 bills. Dude, I wanted to run something by you. So so yesterday, mid-afternoon, I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of scrolling through a couple things. I had a, AT&T had to come to my house yesterday. They had to boost my modem. They had to speed me up. I was lagging. and I, I couldn't deal with it. So took the guy about four and a half hours, but whatever. He got it fixed. And... um but in the meantime, I was kind of just, I was twiddling my thumbs on my phone because I had nothing else to do. I mean, middle of the day, what am I going to do? Watch TV? I can't watch General Hospital and Days of Our Lives and stuff. So, you know, I was on social media. And uh, so I'm scrolling through. And I see some, some, some pictures of the University of Miami football players that literally just blew me away. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about transformation Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever you want to call it. Like these boys, and, and I'm going to give mad, mad props to David Feely. He's your like, dude? Dude, that's my dude, man. <laughs> He's like, your dude. Literally, that's my dude. Yeah. Like David Feely has these guys looking. I haven't seen our players look like this in I don't know how long. Yeah. But did you see Jalen Phillips? He is a monster, and especially because only a year ago, he looked he looked like, like skinny. He looked athletic, but he looked like a normal dude. He might have been two twenty five, two thirty, maybe. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's six five. I mean, he's a big dude, but and like now he looks like he's two hundred seventy five pounds with a six pack. Did you? I wasn't even looking at his stomach. Did you see those traps? 
<laughs> like, yeah, how could you miss him? Oh my gosh, but, but like, dude, like, they went Harvey years. That's how oh big they goodness, were. Bro. That, yeah, but like Zach McLeod looks like a monster. Yeah, a monster. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm so excited for this defense. Al Blaze looks stoked. DJ Ivy looked ripped. You know, Zion Nelson looks like a different animal. Like, oh, he, he came in last year at 240, maybe 220, and he's yeah. got to be over 310 right now. Yeah. Phenomenal. He looks like he ate Butch Berry. Dude. Oh, dude, and that would be the best thing that probably would happen for us. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy to think about that, but, you know, David – and I said this last week. I think I said this last week on the show. David Feely has probably been the best hire that the University of Miami has hired over the last couple of years. I would not refute that. It's just, I, I, it's amazing. And then Cam, Cam Harris posted a picture tonight, uh, not tonight, yesterday of him doing a workout. And it looks like his muscles had muscles. Yeah. That's how, that's how big his, like his back, like he's your starting running back. He yeah. looks like he should be a fullback. Dude, it looked like I could, I mean, you could open a beer on his lats, you know. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, like, I did. That, that's just amazing. That was amazing incredible. transformation. You know, but again, I think that just goes to show you, um, you know, last year when DS came in, it was all these gimmicks and all these different things and coming in on boats and WWE events and talking all this and blah, blah, blah. You haven't heard a word from Coach Diaz all, all offseason. All you've seen is results. I'm glad and these players that. are correct. And you know what? Listen, you came in as a hot shot. You had this ego. You got put in check. Now it's time to go back to the drawing board. Let's lay things on the table. But these kids are buying into it. You know, they're putting the work in. You know, and I think that's what goes back to last week when I was talking about the cane way. Like, the that's the way. cane way. And it's the only way. So, speaking <laughs> of that trademark, cane way, um, don't try to copyright that because I already did it. Um, <laughs> I, have a pat I have patent pending. Um, but, like – you, you, you're finally starting to see these kids buy into it. You know, you that, know? Well, that, that's the job that I need. I, will, I need to be Derek Coe's patent attorney. And I need to just have a big stack of papers on my desk. For Dude, all these I got so many things in my head that I just, <laughs> just want to get out there, man. And I, I don't know how to get it out there. I have all these ideas of all these things spinning. You know, like I know I have ADD and I probably have ADHD and – I don't have a PhD. I'm trying to think what else. I have OCD. A and D. I have why well, I am OCD. Yeah. I have A and D ointment. I don't know if that means anything, but like <laughs> I have all these different things, bro. I have all these D's. I had a lot of D's in school though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me yeah, too, I wasn't. That, no, I really did good in school. Um, but yeah, man, like I just, I'm excited. Like, like today, like it's game week, right? Like it just. It is. My whole, my whole mindset has changed. Agreed. My whole Agreed. mindset has changed. I, it's close enough. I'm already planning my food. I'm, I'm planning my oh, food. I'm, dude. I'm getting it ready. I thought of you. I thought of you. actually thought of you yesterday, last yeah. night, because uh, I had chicken wings last night. Yeah, how was it? Oh, so good. Yeah. I'm not into that like stuff that you eat. Like you were talking about all this different stuff and I'm like, yeah. no, that's not me, man. Like you just give me a, a, just give me a 16 piece medium hot, some celery and blue cheese and I'm ready to roll okay. a couple of Pepsis. Yep. 
dude, I, I, I'm so simple. I'm a simple eater. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds eater. like, uh, you know, my, my guy, Marsh, it sounds like me and him and his brother are probably doing a big thing over at the, uh, at the Thomas residence here in Salt Lake city. So it'll be a That's little good. South Florida for us, you know, it's, it sucks. You know, it's, do you guys get to watch the game next week? Do you guys have ACC network? Uh, I have a website I use. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, unless the Heat sweep, then they probably move the game back to ESPN. That'd be great. I hope they do. Heat and four, baby. Heat and four. Let's go. Heat four. and four. It might happen. It might happen. But I mean, we oh got to save that for next segment. But oh my god, talk about with the Heat. I know. Um, there's a lot to get into, though, man. I'm I'm actually kind of excited about what's going to happen this week. I think now it's scrimmage tonight. Get your get your game plan in for the week. You know, now you have your starters. You know, you have your backups. I'm interested to see who they're going with QB2. If yeah. you were to – if you, <laughs> I would like to see TVD. I mean, Me at this too. point, he just – but do you go from it from like a, like a logistics standpoint and be like, you know, Cozy's been here. He's done the right things the last, the last year. He's got himself prepared. He's became more mature. Do we ride with him as QB2, or do we go with the young gun and go with TVD? What's your take on that, J-Man? Um, well, I actually think I got a good take on this. Uh, I, I think you need to be very careful the way that you play this. Um, you need to call it straight. I'm not giving Cozy the benefit of the doubt because of experience, and here's why. We've put a lot of – I guess Manny has talked a lot about of this new true freshman class and their attitude and their work ethic and how that's going to transform the program. So if a guy like Tyler Van Dyke comes in and he's putting in the extra work, you know, he's working harder than everyone else. He's getting to his level and you give him the, you know, you give cozy the tiebreaker because of experience. What does that say to the, these true freshman guys that are working their tails off? I, I think you got to call it straight, man. If, if TVD. That's a great point. A if great TVD's better at all, then you make TVD QB2. What have I said from, from I don't know, last couple of weeks? You play the best players available. Absolutely. Whether or not they're a freshman, whether or not they're a sophomore, junior, or senior. You want to win ball games. you yep. have to get rid of the entitlement type of mentality and go back to what got you successful at the University of Miami. You played the best players regardless yep. of age. Yep. And, and you know what I would do anyways? I mean, if it is a virtual tie, like if, if they're deadlocked and they can't decide, give it to who I go the young harder. guy. It, it could be that, but give it to who works harder. Set the example. And then you say, yeah. everyone, hey, this is a tie right now, but this week I'm giving it to – you know, whoever it is, TVD or Cozy, I'm giving it to this guy because he's been working harder. And you say that in front of the whole team so everyone knows. I'm a big proponent of, look, if I got a true freshman, redshirt freshman, whatever he wants to be, and I got a fourth-year, you know, redshirt junior, yep. and at this point in their careers, they're deadlock as a tie, yep. oh, I'm just going with the younger guy. Yep. I mean, at, at this point – why would I try to sit, try to do a separation? Be like, okay, well, I mean, you've already had four years in the program. You should be yeah. surpassed a true freshman or a retro freshman coming in. Yeah. I mean, that's how I look at things. Yeah. You know, and again, like I, I agree with you. You have to be careful because at some point, say something happens to King, which knock on wood, nothing's going to. 
Um, but you need that experience or do you just, and I'm not a big proponent of needing experience because you know what you're, you're committing to a big time college football program. You went out and recruited that kid for a reason. You yeah. thought he's good enough to play. I go back to 1999 when Kenny Kelly got blasted against Va Tech. Kenny Dorsey was just a freshman. He had to come in. Look, he took his lumps. They lost to that Vatek game. But you know what? After that, it was a wrap. Kenny demanded the respect. He got the attention of his players. And we know what the rest is, you know, what he did for his career, 38-2. and two. So, you know, I mean, I, I think I think your quarterback doesn't have to be multi-talented at this point. I think he has to be a facilitator. He has to be smart where he puts the ball and what he does with the ball. Again, I think you can be a game manager without losing the game, meaning not creating dumb turnovers. You know, and, and again, we can sit and play, again, I mentioned this before, money more than quarterback all the time. But, like, you know in your head as a quarterback, one, two, three. If it's not there, just throw the ball out of bounds. Like, it's not that hard. Like, I watch football a lot, and I just don't understand, like, even at the professional level, like, why are these guys still holding onto the ball when they know what the clock in their head is? I mean, listen, there's times where you just – your man gets beat and you have no time to get rid of the ball. I get it. Yeah. But there's times I'm looking at, like, why are you still holding onto the ball? Just throw the ball downfield. Throw it away. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to do here at University of Miami is make sure we just – last year our sacks were horrible with Jaron Williams. Horrible. They were. Took way too many of them. Way too many of them. We can't do that again this year. And I don't think King's going to have that problem, you know. So what are we looking at? Um, what's your prediction for next week? Did I ask you that? What's your prediction? You didn't. You didn't. So I, I'm going 41 to 13 for the Miami. Oh, okay. You didn't mention that with Shane. Okay. You just kind of mentioned it. So yeah, yeah. 41, 13. That was after we went to break, though. So 41, 13. Yeah. And and the reason why I like that, if you would have asked me before the UAB game yesterday, I might have, I might have, you know, said maybe 40, 41 to 20 or, you know, something like that. Uh, just wasn't, I don't know. I, I was worried about UAB being a trap game. I'm not so worried about that anymore after watching them play last night. They won by 10 points. Yeah. They give up 35 points to Central Arkansas. Yeah. Now, again, Austin Pay. I'm just, listen, we lost a lot of tech last year. So (laughs) anything is possible. I I try to keep everything in perspective. And, And, well, you think FIU would be lot tech? I don't know. No. I think lot tech would beat them. Lot tech wasn't bad. Really? I mean, they were Conference USA, but they weren't bad. They were like, what? But they didn't do nothing on us. They, they, they had two drives. That was it. Yeah. Like, well, we, we dominated had, that game. We had zero. <laughs> That's a good point. We had zero drives yeah. on them. You know, I, I, try to, I try to put things in perspective, and I try to think yeah. about, okay, we lost to this team, but then we lost to this team. Would this team beat that team? Like, are we that bad? Like, you know, I kind of try to play. I try to spin it in my head a little bit just to yeah. kind of think how things would go, but – uh. I mean, UAB gave up 35 last night to, to Central Arkansas. Um, again, I wasn't thoroughly impressed. Their offense, meh, looked okay. I, I think our defense is going to eat. Going to eat. You know, 
so before we go to break, and I know we're kind of up against the clock, right? Um, there's these rumors going around, potentially a new turnover chain. Ooh, you have you have my interest. Do you know I'm what it's going to be? How would I know what it's going to be, dude? You, I have a thought. <laughs> I have a thought. You, you ask, you ask. How would I know it's going to be? Like you don't know a lot, and we, we all know that you know a lot. That yeah, but that, this. I don't think I don't think I would get that type of info yet. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't. I can't get that info. That's that's probably sealed. I have a I have an idea. Okay. Um, you know, again, you go back to the original you. You go back to the ibis. Last year, you brought out the 305. Maybe this year, something different. Okay. Especially with recruiting going around. Yeah. Maybe it's the state of Florida. Interesting. Don't know what, what it would be, but maybe it's the state of Florida. Maybe there's stuff in it. Maybe maybe it's a hurricane warning flag. I, I don't know. I was but we'll talk about that. You know what? We'll, let, let's go to break real quick, and we come back. Let's talk, let's talk on the turnover chain. All right, so you guys are still listening to the King Gang Radio Show, Sirius XM, Slam Radio, Channel 145. See you in a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny. Grown-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay! Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay! Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey man, it, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tonga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on two nigga Manuel Apollo. Tonga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Two nigga Manuel Apollo. Tua, I can't do it. I'm done. Tongo Vailoa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. See? That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. 
for every sport of every kind. Tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. It's the Kane Gang Show. It's your boy DC with the J Man. Here we go. Here we go. And we're back. Segment three. Man, J Man, when we left on the last segment, we were talking about the turnover chain. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Do you like the turnover chain? That's a great question. I loved it the first year. Oh, so now you're speaking my language. Yeah. I just think now it's too gimmicky. Yeah. And, and you know, it's cool when you win. Stuff like that is very cool when you win. Because that first year we went 10-0. and 0. We forced yeah. the most turnovers in college football. We had arguably yeah. the best defense in college football. And the turnover, th- the turnover chain was the coolest thing in college football that year. And – we had a song from our boy Solo D, which I still need to get on the show. Yeah. He was supposed to be on last week. He had some dental work done, so he didn't want to come on. So I understand that. But next week, I'm getting Solo D. And listen, so next week, like, so next week, our show is going to be popping. Yeah. I'm going to try to get Solo on. Yeah. We're so, going to have you know, a game to on, recap. Oh, my gosh. I love it. There's so yeah. much to recap. Even now, there's so much to recap. Um, but the turnover chain, like, again, I, I think it's something different, you know, yeah. uh, kind of away from, you know, I like, you know, hurricane warning flag or the state of Florida. Because remember, you, they used to have that saying that, that, you know, we own the state of Florida, yeah. you know. State of but Miami. Like yeah. State of everything. We yeah. own it. We own the yeah. state. Yep. But, you know, again, a hurricane warning flag, that's like something that's spinning like a hurricane. I mean, that would be yeah. dope, too. I don't know. Who knows? That would actually be cool, like the the shape of an actual hurricane storm. Yeah, it spins. How about that? You just Love you that. flick it. You give it a little flick, and it's spinning, man. Oh god, that'd I like that. Cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. Listen, listen be up, Manny Diaz. Yeah, Diaz, get to stepping. Or c- c- yeah. Contact my people, and we'll hook you up. DM with me. our marketing ideas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Slide up, slide up in. <laughs> um, you know, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I really like. I loved it when it first came out. Yeah. And then I think it became too much of, you know, well, we're going to play hard because we want to get a turnover chain. No, you should be playing hard regardless. Not because yeah. you have a turnover chain. Yeah. Play I, because I, you, you want to play. Well, I mean, one of, the, one of the things that Manny was preaching about last year, I mean, he called it the disease, right? Yeah. Um, but we all know what it is, and, it, and it's the same reason why after we're getting our teeth kicked in by really bad teams – our players are going in to post on their Instagram. Um, hey, did you guys see my one my one catch? I'm gonna show you. Here, <laughs> yeah, right. Check my right? check my highlights on my, uh, on my IG. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, is like the the turnover chain started as something really great. However, it totally feeds into that culture because oh, if you only show up for one play and you get the touchdown rings, which I actually I can't stand those, or you get the turnover chain that's going to be what you're putting on Instagram and you're going to do it right away. No matter if you lose the FIU or if you lose the law tech or Georgia tech. All right. So you want to hear a funny story? I do. So last year before they introduced the hurricane, like the touchdown rings, correct? Yeah. I literally, this is again, this is going back. No lie. I swear on everything that I own. I'm covered in tattoos, right? I'm, I'm inked up. I literally was going to write hurricanes across my knuckles. That'd have been cool. And then these these then these dudes over here in Miami come out with the touchdown rings. 
So guess what? Now I can't write hurricanes on my knuckles because they think I'd be copying the touchdown rings. But yet I was going to do that way before the touchdown rings came out. Well, I have a question is, uh, how upset would you have been if you did get that tattooed on and then like a week later they came out with the rings? I'd be like, you guys are copying me. <laughs> yeah, so here's take another court. story. You'd so, call it the yeah. old patent lawyer. <laughs> That's it. Dude, J-Man, hook me up. But So here's another funny story. So last year, before, at the, before the Florida game, we're at a club. We're relaxing. We're chilling. We're up on stage. We're getting, you know, we're getting our groove on with Michael Irvin and Reggie Wayne and Solo D, and we're up there bouncing the – I had a big old medallion on that had 305 with a U in there. Uh-huh. Well, guess what turnover chain came out the following day? The 305. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a new turnover chain for last year, but it was just symbolic that I was wearing that on Friday night, and then yet on, on Saturday, you guys bring it out for the game. Wow. Interesting, huh? Very interesting. I told you you're – I'm not saying that they saw my, my, my medallion and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go make that. I'm sure they already had that made, well, but I'm it was just kind of – I'm going to say that. That's what Copycatters. That's, That's right. right. You guys need to listen to me yeah. when you come to like your creative marketing ideas and come see DC. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, so look, we got a game in six days. I'm all excited. I think we blow them out. I can't wait to be at The Rock. Everybody that's going to The Rock, I'll see you there. Social distancing and all, mask wearing, you know, non-tailgating, whatever the case may be, we're going to be there. Changing subjects real quick, let's talk about the Miami Heat. Can we talk about the Miami Heat? Can Let's we talk, talk about the boys from the 305 that are 6-0 in the playoffs going for a win number three tonight against Milwaukee? Yeah, so here, here's my take on the Miami Heat. I, I said it on this show, and I, you know, I said the Heat are a really good team. They're going to be the only team that can challenge the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I did say, however, you know, playoff basketball is different than regular season basketball. I want to see see them play before I, you know, make a a prediction, right? Well, the Heat are for real because they look really good in the playoffs. I mean, that's probably not a hot take anymore, but, you know, the the Bucks are in big trouble. It's not like that was a fluke. No, I mean, first of all, you're down 2-0. Miami technically, I think, is a home team tonight. Doesn't yeah. matter. There's nobody in the bubble. Um, the officiating was horrible the other yeah. night. I mean, listen, I'll take the W, but that last call on Drogic, like, just, I, I mean, I think he he moved a millimeter, like, with his chest. Yeah. But you, so. But you can't put yourself in that position to give the referees and make that call. But they they had some blatant calls. Like Giannis was pushing people all over the place, and they weren't calling any fouls on him. You know, but they have the rule that you have to allow a jump shooter space to come down. So that last call, look, you put your hand on him. You didn't give him room to come down. That's a foul. You can argue it all you want. That is a legitimate foul call by the rule. Do I think it's a makeup call? Absolutely. Do I think it was the right call? Absolutely. Did the Miami Heat deserve to win? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm fine with that. That's fair. You're up 2-0. You look at some of the other series. Look what happened last night to I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's last name, but Toronto was in a world of bleep. <laughs> how do you first of all, as Boston, when you're up two, how do you leave a wingman? standing behind a three-point line on an inbound pass 
with 0.5 seconds left. I don't get that. Great shot. Phenomenal yeah. shot by that guy. OG Ananobi. That's his name. I don't know who, who he was. <laughs> Ananobody. But, like, literally, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how do you – why do you double down in the post and leave a three-point shooter wide open? Like, I don't know. I, 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 you, you literally went down – it's definitely a head scratcher. So you literally go down from, from being up 3-0 to now being up 2-1, and I think momentum goes into Toronto now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see how uh, how game three plays out there. Um, you know, I, I've kind of been iffy on Toronto this season. I, I just don't know. It, you know, to me, that series doesn't really matter. I, I feel like the heat will roll whoever comes out of there. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Um, but then I honestly think that uh, whoever comes out of the East is is going to get thoroughly spanked by whoever comes out of the West. I think there's a pretty See, big advantage. I, I disagree. Like, I, I look at the Heat, and so Milwaukee is the overall number one seed. Had the best season in the NBA, yeah. league-wise, blah, blah, you know, uh, record-wise, things like that. Yeah. The Heat's defense is suffocating. Yeah. They literally play great, great defense. They literally went 10 deep last night, bringing Derrick Jones off the bench. Phenomenal yeah. defense. So I think the Lakers have the most talent based on salary and players that they yeah. could have. But I think that he can, I think that he can actually make, make a run. Here's, here's my thing, though, um, because I do like the Heat. But, but here's my argument against that is that I think the Lakers are a bad matchup for you guys, actually. Because the two best players on on the Heat is you know Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, right? Um, LeBron James and Anthony Davis are similar skill sets. You know they play similar positions, stuff like that, and they are better on both sides of the court than those two respectively. When when LeBron's dialed in, he can play better defense than Jimmy, and he's better on offense. And and Anthony Davis is better on both sides of the ball than Bam. Do you think – so, again, let's, let's look at last night, the late game. Yeah. Let's look at – and, I, unfortunately, I know Utah didn't get past Denver. So, Den, <laughs> yeah. Denver slid it. up in there. Yeah, I Yeah, it. Denver in seven. Yeah. But to lose by 23 – Denver lost by 23 last night to the Clippers. Clippers just look like a different team yeah. than they did against Dallas. And I think that would be an interesting matchup, yeah. you know, if – the, the Lakers and the Clippers. And I mean, how funny is that? Like the two LA teams, yeah. you know, playing for the Western conference final. Um, again, I like the heat coming out of the East, especially if they get by Milwaukee, if you get by Milwaukee, I think you have to be kind of favored going into the, like, I don't care what you're, what you're seated at. I think you have to, if you, if you literally say you sweep Milwaukee and you go eight Oh in the playoffs, I think you have to be the favorite coming out of the East. Yeah or nay. Um, Nay, I I love you, Co. But but I I you know you're a Heat fan. I, I, I I'm not really a Heat fan. I'm I'm more of like a three or five guy. But I'm just saying, like if you if you sweep Indiana, <laughs> you call them you, you call them the, those boys from the three or five though. So <laughs> that's right, the boys from the three or five. But what I'm saying is, if you sweep Indiana and then you sweep Milwaukee, yeah, you don't think that you should be favored. I don't. Whether you're not playing Boston or Toronto. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant in the in the finals. I no, no, no. Coming out of the East, like, oh, go for the finals. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, against Boston and Toronto, I definitely favor the Miami Heat. I, I thought you were talking in, uh, you know, against an L.A. team. See, no, and I think if you go to, like, the NBA Finals, I think it's definitely – the problem is I'd hate to get to the, to the finals and lose. Like, yeah. it just means, like, your season sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, I've had a pretty good feel for these playoffs, and, and I'll, I'll caution you, man. If you guys get to the finals, I'd, I wouldn't get too invested, man. I – I see a real disparity between these conferences. If the Clippers – let me ask you this. If the Clippers beat the Lakers, does the Heat have a better chance? I don't know. The, the you like Clippers, the Clippers that much? You like the Clippers and Lakers, like, same? Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were 1A, 1B. Like, be, before see, the season. Kawhi, I mean – see, again, I think you put people like Derrick Jones, Jimmy Butler, yeah. you know, Andre Iguodala. They can match up with Kawhi. But but the thing is though is is uh, two of the top three vote getters for six man of the year both on the Clippers. So the it Clippers matter. the the Clippers aren't just a top heavy team though they're they're very deep. I mean they have Reggie Jackson they have Montrez Harrell they have Lou Williams they have Landry Shamit. It depends on but listen Lou Williams might go for another chicken wing run you never know. <laughs> well if that's what you guys are banking on then I think you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Listen, all I know is the boys from the 305, they're playing some phenomenal basketball are. right now. They are. And, and you know what? They're officially my pick to come out of the East. I think they will go to the finals. They're playing yeah. great ball. I, I see them be beating the Celtics and, uh, or the Raptors. But, you know, so I, I'm with you. I don't care about the seeding for, for the Eastern Conference Finals. The Miami Heat should be the betting favorite. And, uh, you know, they, they should be in the driver's seat. They should be, but you never know. You know how things go. I think, I think if them boys can win tonight and they go up 3-0, I think Milwaukee does not come back from that. Yeah. Here's an interesting talking point that I'd love to get to. We have about three minutes left here on, on Kane sure. Gang. Um, how many more years can this happen with Milwaukee before we decide that Giannis is not a playoff guy? He's won the well, MVP two years in a row. So, so, and I was talking today with, with my coworker um, about the whole MVP situation, uh-huh. right? What does the MVP stand for? Most valuable player, yeah. right? If you take Giannis off of Milwaukee, they still have a great nucleus with Middleton, uh, George Hill. Yeah. To me, your most valuable player shouldn't be based on records. It should be who can your team not lose yeah. in order for you to have a successful season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and listen, you look at anybody in the playoffs. I mean, you look at Brooklyn, you know, without Kevin Durant, they're nothing, right? Yeah. Without I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about Kyrie because like he's always hurt. So I don't I'm really not, even count yeah, him. I'm not a Kyrie guy but anyway. Take 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 James Harden off of Houston. How good is Houston? Not very. Take Chris Paul out of OKC, even though he's not the greatest. Though, but I'm just saying, like, no, who that's else? That's a great is... point. No, that's a great point because OKC would have been a lottery team. Take Take Luca from Dallas. They would have been very bad, very very. Take bad. Donovan Mitchell from Utah. I think they would have struggled to get in the playoffs without Donovan. Take John ja Moran from Memphis. The worst team in the NBA. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, those are your most valuable players. Not yeah. just because you had – and, again, I think, like, uh, I think uh, Giannis gets 
he gets away with way too many. And I hate the NBA officiating. I think it's the worst job that you can potentially have is being an NBA referee because you blow calls left and right. You make up calls. You blow your whistle for no reason. Like, there's literally ticky-tack fouls. Oh, dude, I hate it. Like, you literally – like, like Giannis yesterday was, like, pushing people all over the court. And yeah. yet you don't call fouls on that. Yeah. He literally pushed Bam out of bounds, yeah. but they don't call that. And, but then and, when he spins and you touch him, it's a foul. Yeah, and, you know, when the, when the announcers or, the, you know, the guys calling the game, they can say, oh, he's not, you know, he's not enough of a veteran to get that foul call. How does that make any sense? If the rule is broken, yeah. the rule is broken. You know, but that's your, that's your referees, you know, and I think the referees, they have to have some type of accountability. Yeah. You know, I think at some point the NBA has to look at the referees, you know, now you have replays in the NBA, like Giannis literally had a charge. They reviewed it. Oh no. You know what? Butler kind of slid in there just slightly. So we're going to reverse the call and make it a blocking call. Yeah. I just can't deal with that anymore. I'm with, but you know what? I just, it is what it is. Let's go Heat. Let's go 305. Let's go Miami Hurricanes. Game week, baby. Listen, yeah. I think we're, we're out of time. We are out of time. You're kidding me. We're out of time. We're out of time. We need more time. Larry, thing we Frank. can't get is time. <laughs> yeah, Larry and Frank. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, listen, man, it, this has been a fun, fun show. Yeah. I appreciate Hurricane coming on and being our special guest on, on the Kane Gang Show today. Um, Listen, if anybody else really wants to get onto the show, just hit, hit Jordan and myself up, and uh, we'll get you guys on. Listen, this is DC. Got the men, Jay, man. Bring us home, Jay. All right. Thank you guys for listening this week. We are excited to come back next week and uh, give you some more stuff. Until then, Sirius XM Radio, Slam Radio, Channel 145, Kane Gang Radio Show. See you next week. Peace! The views and opinions expressed on Kane Gang are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.